I love the team already, you know, we're like brothers already, you know, even with the new guys, you know, as soon as they come in, they show their personality and we just love it. You know, they talk. And once we go out there on the floor and figure each other out, because it's all going to matter when we go out there on the floor. It's a whole different atmosphere, environment. You know, once we go out there and figure each other out, then we're going to be fine. Hello, Shockers. This is Scott Pask with Wichita State University Alumni Association. You're listening to the Shock Talk podcast, our chance to visit with Shocker alumni and other prominent people affiliated with WSU. Today, I am happy to be joined by one of uh, seven former Shocker basketball players who are participating as a member of the Aftershocks in this week's TBT tournament at Coke Arena. The regional 16-team regional competition begins Friday night or Friday with the Aftershocks playing the late game at 8 p.m. Central Time against the Expats, a team made up of all-stars from the Patriot League. And uh, I am pleased to be joined by a guy who helped Wichita State uh, advance to three NCAA tournaments during his playing career from 2015 to 19. And as in his senior year, helped the Shockers recover from a slow start to reach the NIT semifinals. Uh, he's a, a Patterson, New Jersey native, played at St. Anthony's, uh, the now defunct St. Anthony's mm -hmm, uh, yes, school, yes. which was back in the day, kind of the New York Yankees of high school basketball <laughs> in the United States. Uh, I'm talking to Marcus McDuffie. Marcus, yes. welcome. Welcome to the Shock Talk podcast. Yes, thank you for putting me on here. Appreciate have, you guys. We uh, have seen you off and on since Monday. And, yes. and uh, I guess what struck me Monday when you play, when for a couple of days ago, we're taping on, on the eve of the Shockers uh, or yes. after Shock's first yes. game. Uh, Marcus reported to practice a few days ago and when he walked into Coke Arena, there were a lot of big smiles, big hugs, yes. and uh, if anybody was happier, they, they didn't they didn't show it more than you. I just yes. wondered what it was like for you to 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 see some guys you haven't seen in a while. I felt good, but you know that's just my personality. That's just how I am. You know, when I see guys that you know I you know play with, you know, they're like my brothers. When I see, I haven't seen them in a long time. That's just how I react, man. Because you know, like all the ups and downs we went through. You know, it's just great to see them, you know, much looking much older, you know, different point of their lives and just coming back together is just amazing just to see everybody again. Like old times, it feels like yesterday. Yeah, you told some of us that uh, I think I think you said you got your sport management degree and you left yes. Wichita and you haven't been back since. Is that correct? Yes, uh, I think I left as soon as I graduated to get prepared for the next phase of basketball. So. Uh, as soon as I left, you know, I haven't been back since. You know, it's been a whirlwind with overseas and everything. So, yeah, just to to, to get back here, uh, does it stir a lot of memories for you? Or? Oh, most definitely. Now that we're back, it's just like it feels like we're um, back together again, like we're in college again. So it's just crazy, you know, that that we're all back together, just conversating, you know, laughing and joking like old times, you know. And all of us, you know, we're we're getting older, but we're all still young. You know, we're still in our twenties, still, you know, working our way up. And uh, as I mentioned, this this version of the Aftershocks, it's the second time that uh, the Aftershocks will play in the TBT. Mm -hmm. Marcus is one of three Aftershocks newcomers uh, to the team, along uh, uh, with Daryl Willis and Samaje Haynes-Jones. Mm -hmm. They're playing for the first time. Uh, there are four other Shockers who played in the 2019 TBT, uh, Connor Frankamp, uh, Club and Hannah, uh, uh, Richard Kelly, and I'm drawing a blank. I'm going to have to look that up. But uh, anyway, seven. Brown. Yeah, Zach Brown. Uh -huh. Thanks. Thank you very much. And then uh -huh. uh, joined by three non-shockers, uh, Tyrus McGee, who played at Iowa State, uh, David DeLeo, who played at Central Michigan and was a teammate of Connor Frank uh -huh. Camps in Spain, 
and Demonte Dodd, mm -hmm. uh, who played for Mark Turgeon yes. uh, at Maryland. Uh, but uh, you've had a few practices mm -hmm. and one more to go before yes. you play uh, the expats to, uh, on Friday night. Uh, just talk about how it's come together and, and uh, what you've seen, you know, in scrimmages and what, what's impressed you. I mean, I love the team already. You know, we're like brothers already, you know, even with the new guys, you know, as soon as they come in, they show their personality and we just love it. You know, they talk, you know, we're already getting advice from those guys, great advice from those guys. You know, they're teaching me things already, you know, because they're much, you know, older than I am with way, way more experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm just taking it in and, you know, they told me a lot of things that opened my eyes already. So I just, you know, we, you know, we came into this, you know, it's been fast already. The game is already tomorrow. You know, we had a few practices, but you know, they, they've been, they've been okay. But I think uh, once we, you know, this practice today and uh, once we go out there on the floor and figure each other out, cause it's all gonna matter when we go out there on the floor, it's a whole different atmosphere environment. You know, once we go out there and figure each other out, I think we're gonna be fine. Cause we're all good people for sure. I was going to ask just two years ago, I, you know, I talked to Samaj the other night, he was in Florida getting ready to start his pro career and watch the game yes. uh, or watch the Aftershocks mm -hmm. uh, first go around a couple years ago. Uh, where did you see it and, and uh, what what struck you a couple years ago when you when you saw summer basketball in Wichita uh, with 7,000 fans in the stands? What, what? Um, oh, you're talking about um, when the last yeah, time yeah, they two played years in ago, the TBT? Like, yeah, where were you? Oh, uh, man, it was crazy. I was at home actually watching the game because, um, yeah, I don't think – I think I was coming back. Yeah, it was crazy. I think I don't I don't remember why I didn't play. You know, I think it was maybe a little too early because I just got out of school. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, nah, you know, let me focus on my career and like what I'm gonna do next. So uh, I I I was at home watching the game and I was like, wow, wow. It literally looked like I was watching a college basketball game in the middle of the summer. So it was crazy, man. You know, just to see the fans and see a couple guys like Connor out there, Clee, you know, uh Zach Brown and every you know everybody you know just to see them again playing, you know I was like yeah I definitely got to play in this, I definitely got to, I don't know how many times but I definitely got to play. In this. <laughs> yeah, if not the NBA, it's it's a, it's a pretty good place to be. Oh for man, sure. yes. Uh, um, well, just uh, uh, as as you kind of get into this, what have you seen about this team that that. You know, you know, obviously these are pro, yes. these are pro players. Yes, and yes, that's, yes. that's the thing that I think strikes yes. fans is the level mm -hmm. of play they'll see. Uh, uh, is it just a good mix of? of, of yes, I think it is a great mix because I think we're all like, the fact that like, like I said, we're all good guys. No one has no egos or anything like that. We're all here to win and we're all focused on winning. Everyone has their role. You know, we have, we have shooters, we have guys who make plays, you know, playmakers, and we have guys that do the, you know, cut back door, do the dirty work, you know? So like, it's all gonna just be busting together. It's just up to us to you know, stay focused, play team basketball and know what we're here for. We're here to win, you know, no matter what, you know, the stats say or anything like that. As long as we have more points than the other team, you know, we advance. So that's how we're gonna see it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, just to, to continue on that, that pro career yes. thread, back back when you watched the Aftershocks two years ago, you were getting ready to, to for your first overseas experience, yes. uh, playing professionally in Hungary. Yes. Uh, played there one season yes. and then uh, played last season. Yes. Uh, in Piacenza, Italy, averaged, averaged more than 20 yes. points a game yes. Uh, yes. for your yes. team there. Uh, that overseas experience, I mean, there's a lot of shockers are all over the world doing mm -hmm. this. Can you talk about what it's been like for you so far? Um, ah, it's been it's it's been a great experience so far. Actually, you know, you know, uh, just 
it, it, every 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 you know country you go to, you know, uh, right now the for me, I'm just trying to find stability, you know, because I'm young right now, and I'm just trying to keep moving on up till I find that spot where, you know, it's like okay, you know, I'm good where I'm at, I'm feeling good, you know, life is good, money's good, and everything. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm out there doing my thing. What I love to do is basketball. So, you know, that's the point I'm trying to get to right now, you know. Obviously, the goal is, you know, to get back into the NBA, you know, see if I get that opportunity that I feel like I deserve. But other than that, I'm just going to take this journey, which is overseas, and just, you know, you want me to explain, you know, each country? Yeah, just or, cult- not just on the court, but culturally, what, oh, what you've just experienced. Yeah, no, and, oh, and, man, and, just overseas, man. It's just different, man. It's, it's tough, for sure, mentally, you know, just being away from your family, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for a very long time, you know, uh, but like, if you have the personality to able to, you know, take new, like learn new things, you know, new adventures, you know, be able to be independent and go out by yourself and travel and make new friends and learn the language a little bit, you know, even though it's really hard, you know, but uh, uh, it's, it's just a different world you're in because it's a time difference, you know, your, your, your family sleep while you were up, you know, your sleep while your family's up. So it's definitely hard to stay in contact you know, you might text back late and, you know, like you may not know what day it is. Like, it's so it's it's crazy. It's a different it's a different world. But every country has a different vibe and it's all on you to go out there and, and eventually that you can be in a bad city. But, you know, around you can be great. You know, certain places be great if you get around, you know, or, you know, you can be in a great city and everything is just there for you. So wherever you're in, you just have to learn how to get out and make a living for yourself and live like you're in the States, like you're at home. You know, that's the best way I can put it for guys that's, you know, overseas, you know, just, you know, stay mentally strong and be able to live, be yourself wherever you go and make sure like I'm good wherever I am. Is there much support from the teams over there for for like a new guy like yourself? You you play two seasons over there. Yes, they have people uh, that take care of you because they know, obviously know you're from the States, you know, you don't know everything. So they always have somebody that's gonna um, look out for you whenever you need them to, you know, do anything for you or help you to get somewhere. You know, they say, you know, they do a lot of things for you, and uh, it's different for each country. Like, you know, like Hungary, Hungary, Hungary and Italy are like two different, you know, cultures and everything. You know, Hungary, you know, is a very difficult language. You know, very difficult to learn. You know, and you know, actually, some of the things over there was so hard that I don't even remember at all, you know, any yeah. of the languages. And I, I remember them when I was there, but like, you know, Hungary's a whole different, you know, city is kind of very dull, you know, very slow, slow vibes, gets very foggy during the day and everything. It's just like, you know, it's very like, mm, like, you know, it's like you go outside and it's just like, you know, but when you go to Italy, you know, you go outside and it's very bright, it's very greenish. You know, it's like, wow. So it's just like the two differences in the city, but like they both have, you know, top places, you know, they both have like in Hungary, there's a place called Budapest mm-hmm. and Budapest is a very, one of the biggest tourist places in Europe, which is very beautiful. Like I said, you can be in a city like that and end up, you know, traveling to a city like that, which is not too far away. And it's really like a beautiful, you know, so, you know, you never know, you never know. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Italy, you know, Italy is just beautiful itself. It's just so many places to travel. 
beautiful place to live and uh, I enjoy my time there despite the lockdown. You know, uh, I thought I had a great experience over there and I, and I uh, did my thing and I, uh, I'm just happy that I was able to experience both sides because, you know, the basketball part, it, it was a huge difference in terms of, you know, uh, the levels, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, like the aggressiveness, you know, other leagues and, uh, you know, how the game is being played. So I was able to experience, had two good years so far and I'm looking for more. I see. And you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit uh, with the lockdown, just yes. uh, young guys and, and gals in their tw early 20s mm -hmm. right now are, yes. went through coming out of college at a time yes. where COVID was just, it just changed things yes. for everybody yes, and every, how did it affect, you know, your experience over there? Oh, it really did because it, it was, it kind of got really upset because like in Italy, they had like different zones, like they had different zones, like yellow zone was like, you were able to go out, but like you could travel anywhere you want, but you had a curfew, a certain curfew. And then like it was a red zone where they completely shut down everything. You know, you can't go, you can go to like the grocery stores and stuff, but that's about it. You go home, you can't do much. And then like they had an orange zone where like you can go like uh, anywhere in the region or something like that. But like they had different zones. So they were just like, going, we were going on and off lockdown, like a stock market, like it was crazy. Like they'll be like, okay, you know, you have this many days to be on yellow zone. You can do whatever you want. So everybody would be out before the lockdown comes. So it was just real upsetting that everybody had to stay in the house for a certain amount of months. And like, you know, mind you, I'm not from here. So I'm finding out from the the, the other Italians. So, right. you know, I'm just doing my thing until unless, unless they tell me, you know. So once they tell me, it's like, oh, okay, then you got to be in the house again. But I was fine, you know, I got my video games, you know, at home. <laughs> I go home, chill, talk to my people, you know, just relax, you know, enjoy my time, you know, kind of, you know, it's, you're in the house a lot, you know, you're, gonna, you're, you're alone a lot, you know, uh, you know, actually they give you your own house, you know, your own car, depending on where you at, you know, and that's not, it's not the same everywhere, but like, you know, everything is for you. And like, I, I, I really enjoy the experience because you're able to live on your own and really see how you can, really like mature yourself in a different city, you know, being around different people, learn how to be disciplined and just do the right thing. I see. For sure. Now at this point, you're a free agent yes. waiting. I mean, have you talked with some teams about it? Yes. Uh, about oh, the next TV? year. Yeah. For next season or is, that, is this TBT have a, could have a big effect for you? For I'm not, I'm not sure. Actually. I mean, I just know that's just on national television. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it would be good to, you know, go out there and play the best I can play you know, and hopefully get some national attention, which is, which, like I said, is going to be on television. So, you know, that's the best I can say. I don't know what I'm going to get out of that. You know, it's just all dependent on what I do, you know, what we do as a team. So uh, I'm not worried about any of that. So I'm just going to, uh, I'm just waiting on, you know, just going to continue to enjoy myself, have fun, go out here and try to win this tournament. And, uh, you know, whatever happens after that, after, happen after that, sort of like that. Well, speaking of guys living their pro pro dreams, well, one guy showed up in town uh, the, uh, last night, I guess, and then came to practice. Uh, former teammate of yours, Fred Van Vliet. Uh, uh, you know, I know Monday was exciting yes. greeting all those guys. How yes. good, how, you know, how good was it to see Fred? And uh, it was amazing to see Fred, man. Like, just to, uh, I haven't seen him because you know, when you haven't seen him, you see him going out there winning the championship with Toronto. And, you know, getting what he's deserved with the money thing, and the 
contract. So, you know, being a, I don't think an undrafted player had that much. And uh, like, it's, it's crazy, man. Like just to see his development and everything, you know, just, you know, he's the same Fred, you know, just for him to be doing all that and him to be the same Fred, man. He's just one of the realest dudes ever. So it's good to see him always for sure, man. And like, whenever he comes back, he always shows love for sure. You know, those, advice in there and to the to the guys and everything so we definitely appreciate him for sure i think a big part talking with ron uh, uh, baker a big part of this this tbt regional is, is trying to bring back shocker mm -hmm. players from all mm -hmm. eras and mm -hmm. and and uh, make this a reunion of sorts uh, have you been able to to come across guys who aren't playing in the tbt so far besides fred that uh, that are back in town yet or or do you, uh, uh, oh oh no no i haven't okay. i've just been with the, my guys on the team yeah you know i don't know yet you know we've just been so locked in you know um we, we just been trying to get to know each other build chemistry so i'm not sure yet so yeah. okay uh, I just know Fred walked in the building for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did that kind of stop the, what was going on in the room when he showed up? Or? <laughs> uh, we was we wouldn't even start practice yet, so like okay. we, we he just walked in before we started practice, and then we had started practice. So I see. it was great. Well, Marcus uh, scored 1,525 career points mm -hmm. uh, when he played at Wichita State, uh, and then during his senior season, after he came back from an injury his junior year. Uh, the senior, he shattered Randy Smith's school record for minutes played at 1,235 <laughs> the senior season. Uh, Samaje was second. You guys were, yeah. you guys were really the old guys, yes, the only yes. old guys on that team. But <laughs> Most uh, definitely. Uh, just the experience of playing at WSU and, and you, you know, Fred was one of those great guys Most that you definitely. played with, Ron and Landry, a lot mm -hmm. of others. Uh, just you were the young guy in, in mm -hmm. a lot of that. Yes. Uh, how did that help you develop to, to where you are today? Ah, oh, man, it helped me so much because going in with those guys, man, you know, they were just, they just told me, told me what it is. Like, you know, and Ron, you know, Ron is more the, like, he's going to show you on the court. You know, he's not going to, you know, he's going to talk to you. If you he's going to talk to you, like, if you talk to him. But, like, he's more like, like a, a leader, like, like virtual leader. You know, you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, y'all got to do what he, whatever he does, I need to do to play. <laughs> you know, I need to do the play. And Fred, you know, he's just both like, you know, he's going to do it on the court and he's going to talk, you know. So when playing with them guys, I knew I had to be on my stuff, you know, from the <laughs> jump. And, you know, I think playing with those guys and uh, other guys, because mind you, I was, when I came in, I was 17. Mm -hmm. I was like 17, 18. And like, they were like 23, 22, 23, 24, you know, 25, 26, probably. <laughs> like, I don't know, you know. And like, I was just so young. And like, I think like, you know, just me being young, you know, I don't think I was trusted to go out there and play at that level, you know, so quick, but I was so confident in myself to go out there and play with those guys. Cause I know, you know, definitely practicing every day, you know, for sure I was gonna get better and build chemistry with those guys and I was gonna do whatever I need them to do to win. So I think that grew and the, just the relationship we had, you know, we were just tight, you know, we just always, you know, hung out and the, you know, build that chemistry. And it's just like, you know, when the game came, we all knew what we needed to do to win. So it was just amazing just being at WSU. And uh, just, it's not even just the uh, players, just the fans, you know, and everybody, you know, you know, the way you guys treat us and everything, it's just amazing. And, you know, it makes us want to go out there and play the best we can, so. 
As we mentioned, uh, you played in high school at St. Anthony's for for Bob Hurley Sr., mm -hmm. who's a, a Hall of Fame coach and, mm -hmm. and the father of uh, a couple college coaches, Bobby and Danny Hurley. Uh, played here for Greg Marshall. Just playing for, for those coaches, uh, how much did that help elevate your game uh, from where you were? Uh, it helped me elevate my game a lot. But I say my number one coach is my dad. Like, my dad used to coach me. Like my dad coached me since I was in eighth grade, Okay. you know, and uh, he coached me really hard. Like he got on me the most, and, you know, and it prepared me for Coach Hurley mm -hmm. and uh, um, Coach Marshall. Coach Marshall, mm -hmm. it prepared me for both of those guys. And, you know, and that that situation, you know, when I got into that situation, I was so disciplined that, like, you know, thanks to my dad, like, you know, always getting on me if I wasn't playing well, you know, he would criticize me. And, get on me the same way Coach Hurley and Coach Marshall would. So like, it was just a crazy experience. You know, it was just, it was just a crazy experience, you know, being able to experience those two type coaches mm -hmm. in that situation, you know, and that was great. You know, I learned a lot and I'm happy, you know, with Coach Hurley, man, you know, he definitely prepared me for college. He definitely prepared me for college. And uh, I think playing with him, he matured me as a man and as a basketball player. You know, most definitely, he knew so much about basketball, and most definitely, and when I got to the next level, it was just a, it was just a piece of cake, you know, in terms of adjusting, you know, and that's why my freshman year, I was able to go out there when I got that opportunity and go out there and show what I could do. I knew these fans was gonna love me and who I was, cause I, you know, I knew they didn't know me when I first walked in there, but I knew as soon as I got my chance and my opportunity, I was gonna make a, my name a name for myself. And that's when I went out there and did, and that's the biggest thing. I was going to ask you, kind of getting back to where you and Samaje were the only two seniors. Yes. You obviously were the one with, you know, Samaje came through the junior college ranks, and so well, you definitely. were the most experienced guy yes. in the program your senior year. Yeah. Uh, it took a while for that team to, to kind of get its footing. Yes. Uh, your leadership qualities there, I mean, was, it, was that totally a product of what you experienced playing with, with Fred and, and Ron mm -hmm. and guys like Because, these? like, I knew what this organization and, you know, what WSU was about. So, you know, when you've been there for so many years, you just like, it just mentally, you just mature. Like each year you just get older and you get, you know more, you're more advanced and everything. So once I got to that stage and, and I knew I was going to play, we were going to play with a lot of young guys, it just, it just clicked day by day. You know, I just had to be on top of my stuff, you know, every day, you know, it's just like, Okay, you know, when I was playing with the older guys, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't requiring that much to do. You know, I was just able to do my part and do it well, you know, which is guard who I play defense first. And then, you know, when I got my opportunity to score, I score. But now we're in a situation where we have to be the leader. We have to play both ends. Because being a leader, you have to play both ends of the floor. And we have to be also make sure these guys are engaged 24 7. So like that's whole that's a whole lot, especially in college basketball. You know, when we know as young guys, you have your ups and downs. Mm -hmm. But it's like there's so many of them. It was so <laughs> many of them. It's like you couldn't, you know. So it's crazy. You know, you got a couple of freshmen. You know, but like it was just so many of them. We all in order to win, we needed all of them. You know, on their stuff. Yeah. So well. Now you're playing with a, a team of pros this weekend in, in Cocorita. And yes. if you're, you're fortunate to get past the expats, uh, the next uh, game ahead would be either against an alumni team from Creighton uh, yes. or Kansas State. Do you have any preference of, of uh, 
you know, look, try not to look too far down the road, but. But yes, like um, I really don't know who's on these teams yet. You know, I you know I, I know a couple guys. You know, I may have seen you know when I looked at the rosters, but uh, you know, and I know a couple guys that you know it's crazy because you know a lot of guys that's playing in the tournament. You know, we're all cool. You know, we played against each other overseas, or you know we knew each other already. We from the same city or blah blah blah. So it's just great to see them in Wichita. You know, especially somewhere where I played at. You know, just to connect with them over here and you know, enjoy this tournament. Like, we're all gonna have fun, but we all know, like, once we get on this court, you know, it's always going down. So this yeah. is, that's the cool thing. Yeah. So. Well, he's got one practice left before yes. the uh, Aftershocks begin the TBT mm -hmm. against the Expats, 8 mm -hmm. p.m. Central Time. Uh, the game will be televised on ESPN2. You can get uh, tickets at GoShockers.com. We need to let him get to his final practice. Uh, he is Marcus McDuffie, and we are glad to have him on the Shock Talk podcast. Good luck to you Most this weekend, Marcus. Man. I appreciate it, man. All right. I enjoyed you guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Mm -hmm.